Welcome everyone to the Bucket List Show. I'm Tammy Crandall with Journey Adventure Travel and Tours as well as Barron Real Estate. And I'm here with my co-host, Rebecca Denise with Real Estate Services, um, which includes new construction, pro uh, protection, property management through Barron Real Estate. Absolutely, good morning. Um, <laughs> um, and of course we have a special guest which we will introduce shortly. Um, the intention of our show, just so you're aware, is we are the Bucket List Show. And what does that mean? We are here to serve you so you can fill your bucket to live your most abundant life. And what that means for each of you and hear us today can vary based on the snapshot of where you're at in your life. So Absolutely. Um, we're just going to jump into it. We are so blessed to have a special guest with us today, Samantha Jones-Darling, author and spiritual mentor. Talk to us about it, what you do, Samantha. Well... Honestly, what I do is I travel the world exploring myself and the world around me, and then I write down what happened, and I write what I learned about it, uh -huh. and then I share that wisdom <laughs> with other people as needed. Oh, that's fantastic, fantastic. I had such a blast reading through the book. Um, I found it um, inspiring and um, you know, I am a foodie by nature anyways. So for those of you who are foodies and love food references, <laughs> that was such a fun thing, um, you know, throughout the book. So where do those food analogies come from? Well, um, my entire life has revolved around food. Ever since I was a little girl, my favorite thing to do was to ride my bicycle around the neighborhood and I would find these cozy little spots to build a fort in and I would set up the fort mm -hmm. and then I would go home and I would make a picnic and call my friends and say, okay, meet me at da 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 and I would bring mm -hmm. people together to connect over food. Oh, and, and then I was in the restaurant business for many years and I love to cook. It's like my creative meditative art mm -hmm. and with in all of those experiences I've always been a natural teacher and mm -hmm. so comparing spiritual things to food has made a really great impact on my life and other people's because everybody loves food everybody understands and I can you know just talk to talk to the fun parts about that mm -hmm. and change you know and so I, like I, I make a joke and say I used to serve pizza and beer and now I'm a spiritual server <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So my, my tray is laden full of spiritual snacks and soul yes, libations yes. <laughs> well the the food is healing so yes, you know exactly it is healing exactly. so I you know for me I could um, relate to that part too because you know food is um I mean, I love to cook, I love to enjoy it with my family, but I ultimately think how we use it is the healing part. Exactly, and like what we put inside our yep. bodies, the nourishment, yeah, we, and, and I'm actually writing another book right now where I talk about this, about the discernment of what goes in our bodies. Oh, of course. And so it's like a progression of, oh, you know, fantastic. choosing what you're gonna eat and choosing what you're going to take in energetically and mm -hmm. physically yeah, through your bodies. It's like watching a bad TV show or, a, you know, a violent and yeah. cash. You don't want that energy. Right. right. That's right. Exactly. That's right. And one of the things that I learned in my travels is that, you know, we as in our culture here in this country, we we often focus on the consumption and the mm -hmm. consumption. What are we going to eat? True. What are we going to do? What are we mm -hmm. going to buy? But we often neglect to think, what are we going to let go? Mm -hmm. And then we often neglect the discernment of what is going inside of us. So this yeah. is something that Absolutely. I want to bring up all the, in every book that I write. Absolutely. And, and I know that I, I shared this with you on social media after I read the book. 
because it was the best post. Yeah. I mean, it really well, was it, so it really, you know, being like I said, being a foodie and a person who appreciates food of all kinds yes. is always about the experience, um, not just in tasting, but the tactile nature of it. Um, you know, we come from a long line of bakers in my family. We call mm-hmm. it baking therapy. You mm-hmm. know, so I've always um, entered that portion of that. If I'm having a day, it's mm-hmm. nothing for me to just like go into the kitchen and whip up a batch of cookies, you know, like from scratch. I think nothing of it, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of times we have a tendency to neglect ourselves. Like, you know, when we're getting ready in the morning, we're going to grab that bagel and Mm -hmm. and grab that juice and run out the door and and do these things. And so one of the things that inspired me so much in your book was, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself permission to cook for myself, like a real meal yes. for me, for just me. Because you deserve it. Yeah. Yes. You deserve to, and you deserve to take in all the love that you put into food. Because oh, yeah. when we're cooking, we're not just cooking with the ingredients that are in our hands. We're cooking from the energetic ingredients that oh, are in yeah. our bodies. And we're putting in love and we're putting in intention and we're putting in joy. Oh, and yeah. we're putting in creation and, oh, L- sure. you know, and all of these beautiful energies. Mm-hmm. And then we're eating it. And like one, and that's, a, I love that you brought that up because when we, you know, I grew up, like I said, preparing the picnic and then sharing it with my friends. And so for many years, I did that with the restaurants and with my event planning and just home parties. And always I would cook and cook and then I would sit down and I would just sit back and just watch everybody else oh, yeah, eat. It's right? And it gave me so much pleasure. But then when I was flipping the switch or flipping the perspective into how do I serve myself, mm-hmm. I thought, well, I should put all that love into a plate that's for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And now I cook things and I put flowers on the table and mm-hmm. I like candles uh-huh. and I have nice dishes that are just for me. And I only have a few because that's all you need. That's right. You know, and just to pick like the loveliest things and make a presentation for yourself is such a delicious and nourishing experience. And, and that's exactly why I chose to post pictures of what I was doing mm-hmm. kind of as I was doing it. And then to put kind of like the final piece. Yeah. Um, because I have a wonderful view outside of my yes. big plate windows, you know, um, to the water. So it was just such a fun experience. And my house was quiet, which is not very often. Yeah. And so to have that experience of the smells of the different food and putting mm-hmm. it together and being able to share that experience with others and be inspired to do that. So thank you so much for that. It was really um, a, a very cleansing experience for me. And it was something that I think was long overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if you if you haven't had the opportunity to do that for yourself, I would so strongly encourage that, um, you know, to sit down and make a beautiful plate of something for yourself. It was just mm-hmm. a wonderful experience mm-hmm. to have. Yeah, um, and, if it's not, if, and if it's not food, whatever it is that you do to serve others turn that around for yourself the food is a great example because everybody identifies with that of course but also like whatever it is that you do do you Mm -hmm. you know like I have a friend who she will go on a walk and meet other people for the mm-hmm. walk, but in but but has a hard time going for one just for herself. Right. Of course. And so like she's working on that now in the same way. You know, she's like, you've inspired me to take walk by myself. You know, so whatever it is that you give to others, that's the point is you know that we should all look at how can I serve myself more. Exactly. And that's the piece that we forget. I mean, um, obviously your book is about healing and your story, mm-hmm. but we all become 
the last on our own list yeah. until something happens. Yes. Something, you know, there's a detriment and something happened and it changed. But, you know, we take care of our dogs and our animals mm -hmm. maybe better than we take care of ourselves. Oftentimes. Um, <laughs> you know, we know what the magic trick is. We drive 50 miles to get dog food. Yeah. <laughs> right? But we won't walk around the block. <laughs> but we know the ingredients for a healthy life. Yeah. We just yes. don't follow exactly. it. Yes, um, exactly. You know, so yes. we could, um, you know, we're our own worst enemy that way. But the book is a, a reminder, you know, for all of us to do it. Mm -hmm. what, um, what made you write the book? It's my purpose, to be yeah. honest. Mm -hmm. I, it, was, it was something, well, it's a two-sided a two thing. I wrote it for myself because the writing of what has happened in my life helps me to organize my thoughts and organize my feelings and to process what I've learned, what I've, you know, what I, where, and where I've changed, right? What's my new perspective mm -hmm. now that I've gone through this experience? And so I write to connect with myself and often to heal myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I can see where I'd like to do something different the next time or mm -hmm. maybe where I need to let somebody go that I don't want to play with again, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and so I did that. I wrote it for myself, but then I, I afterwards, then I turn it into something I can share for the world mm -hmm. because I, I've done all this work and I like to I like to be of service and mm -hmm. give people sort right. of the cliff notes like yeah. I went through this this and this and I learned all this so here just go this way right so That's I right. went from Take A B C D da, 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 and here's the <laughs> shortcut exactly and to be honest I study something called human design and it's actually in my human design chart to show people the mistakes that I've made and how I learned from them so they can also learn from them. Right. Isn't that's that interesting? Yes, like it is. It's literally that specific in my design. And I that's just think that's fantastic. fascinating. And I was already doing it, and then I saw that, and I was like, oh, I love yes, this. I love yes, this. that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, that's fantastic. For me, the key of it is, you know, I, I think we're all meant to serve, mm -hmm. um, whatever that capacity is. <laughs> yes. And when Tammy and I got together, you know, we clicked off because we have a lot of the same experience in the past, but our common goal is we really do want to serve people and be kind and help them yes and you know so for us to start this platform that was what it was all about we didn't want it to be one focus yeah we wanted it to be everything because we do want to serve people and someone's gonna hear this today they're gonna buy the book or you know we're gonna send them information I know I'm sending my book to my sister um, because we want that to compound. Yeah. Yes. yes. And thank you all for doing that. Well, yeah. I yes. And yes. I love being here so we can amplify everything that we're all doing at the same time. Because mm -hmm. when we collectively yeah. get together to serve, the energy that was created just reverberates even yeah. much bigger out into the world. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> awesome. we need to spread goodness. I mean, awesome. we all awesome. have a story, but we need goodness in our world. Yes. We do. We yeah. do. We do. Well, we are going to visit more of this topic. We're going to take a quick break for about two minutes. Um, and talk some more to Samantha Jones-Darling. We have a lot more to talk about when we return. So we'll see you after the break. And you're watching The Buckleless Show on WRPB.
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bucket List Show. I am Rebecca Denise. I am with my co-host, Tammy, and then we have Samantha Jones-Darlin with us. So we are going to continue on with um, some of our questions. Um, we are talking today about her book, which is um, The Sunset on Malibu. Yay. She is the author of the book, and um, I do believe it's going to be a series. Um, but one of the questions I have is you wrote about um, the love of light. Um, what does that mean for you? About the what? The um, bringing in the love of light. You went from darkness to uh, the love of light. So what does uh, that mean to you? Well, um, that's a very interesting question. Thank you. Um, you know, when for me personally, when I feel, when I talk about the darkness, I talk about like being in fear, being in lack, being in confusion, being in a place where you feel stuck, you feel trapped, mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily know the way out. Mm -hmm. Right? That's darkness. Of course. And then moving into the light, I actually call this the ladder of lightness in my okay. book, where, you know, we put together, you know, different um, things that we can use to climb up and ascend mm -hmm. into the light of day, right? Into the sunshine, into the love, into the light of your future, into the light of, you know, the, your dream life, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks like for you. And, you know, going from one to the other is difficult. And if you, you know, so... Does, does that answer your question? It does. It does. So <laughs> no. I, I guess the, the two part does. Yeah. Does faith um, drive into that at yes. all? Yes. Yes. Okay. And and to me, because actually, when I went into this experience, the sunset on Malibu, I had grown up in religion and grown up in in churches and going. And to be honest, I sought a connection with a higher power my entire life, and I was unsuccessful in connecting to it. And it was mostly from lack of information, lack of instruction, lack mm -hmm. of attention in that development. And as a child, I didn't know what to look for or how to find it right. on my own. Mm -hmm. And so I looked and looked and looked. And then by the time I got to college, you know, and I had been physically abused and sexually assaulted and all kinds of things, to be honest, I, I became an atheist and I just thought, okay. there is no God. Look how much has happened to me. There is no God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and then I met a man who felt the same way because he also had the traumas mm -hmm. and we lived like that for a long time. And that's one of the stories I talk about. There was moments where I was laying there in so much pain and praying to a God I never connected to and talking to angels I could never hear. And then, you know, and then as I went through my own cleansing and releasing the darkness from mm -hmm. my body and climbing up to the light, I, and I'm just flooded with goosebumps right now talking about this, and then climb up to the light, I had this, and then I started being of service to other people mm -hmm. just for, just to be of service, not for anything for myself for the first time. And so putting together all of these things while releasing, I... Now I can see that I cleared room in my own body and in my own life to feel the light of love. And of then course. I was, and I remember the moment like it was yesterday, standing outside in the dark on the, on the back, you know, and I was on the phone with my friend Jamie, and he was in Charleston, and I was in Malibu, and I just felt the love of the universe come out from within me and just fill my entire body and just just wide out and just like now my whole body flooded with goosebumps and I just started to cry and I and it was the first time I ever felt anything like that and and I knew immediately what it was and so you know it's I guess I have worked for it. I don't know. Right. I, but it was something that my soul was driven to connect with. And right. it was something that, 
now I would, you know, everything happens for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And it all, it all went as it's supposed to. <laughs> so when you said, um, when you felt that emotion and the warmth and the goosebumps, yeah. and you said you knew what that was, what was it? Well, it was, it was the love of the universe. Okay. And so, the love of God. It, okay. God. For me, God and the universe are the same thing. Okay. And so, and what I was going to actually say was the seeking of faith built the faith, right? right. And it mm-hmm. built the faith. And so that's something that I'm working with often now is, you know, like, is my book going to hit? Are people going to hire me? You know, all these things. And I'm having faith because I know this is my purpose and this is what I'm meant to do. And so the exercise of building my faith builds my faith. (laughs) Yeah, no, and I I think all those things are going to come. So, I mean, I could feel it too. I was just curious, you know, just to drill that right? Yeah, it is. And And it is a continual progression. It is. And every moment that we are building these things are opportunities for learning and strengthening. Yeah. Right. right, and more opportunities for me to be able to say, I do know how you feel, I've been there. Yeah, and the thing is, is it's also being authentic and honest. Yeah. And as a society, you know, with social media, oh, it's a perfect day. Well, it's, it's really not. Mm-hmm. But, right. So another question I have is, what made you pick um, the center in Malibu? You know what? I actually searched for months before I chose, and I was... In, in my ego, obviously, because I was in so much darkness, and I was looking for a treatment center that did not require you to go to AA meetings. Okay. But within that, I also was looking for a treatment center that was heavily focused on therapy because okay. I knew what I needed was emotional and, you yeah. know, emotional help and the opportunity to stop what I was doing so to be locked in and to talk to somebody I knew and like I didn't have the words for it then I didn't know I I I didn't know to say I need to talk right but I just knew something and so I found and I was it's so funny I was typing in mid-luxury treatment centers (laughs) (laughs) and you're gonna have to go right and somebody somebody I said that to they're like there's nothing mid about you Samantha and I was like I know right (laughs) but I typed it in there was nothing mid-luxury about this it was a luxurious experience um you know, on the outside, because it was in Malibu, it was a beach house, there were chefs, there was things, it was very, very nice, um, but, you know, even within that, there's still pain and struggle and fighting, and we were fighting for our lives. You still have to us. put the work into it. Yes, you Regardless still Regardless of the what the in. outside. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, and it looks different, you know, and I've met a lot of people since coming out of treatment that also did treatment in different ways, you know, and there's all different kinds of facilities. Mm-hmm. So what, you know, and it's hard because to know yourself would put you in the right spot, right? right. But many times when we are in addiction, we don't know ourselves and that's right. how we got there. So, you know, following your instincts, and that's what I it's did. I just challenge. followed my instincts and I ended up in the exact right place. Well, oh, yeah, that was good. where you were meant to be. Yes, yes, so yes. And, is... and I was very lucky because they had a very holistic experience for us and I was introduced to so many things that I actually still use today that I'd never even heard of. Yeah, so oh. you got the tools and the strategy. Mm-hmm. So the last question, and I have then Tammy could jump in. Mm-hmm. What made you go and not tell anybody? That part shame. I think is shame. Okay, well, shame. Shame. Yeah. Just shame. I'll admit it. Yeah, listen, and we, we actually, all carry that at some. Yes, and, at, that is, at some, you know, yes, and that's one do. of the reasons I wrote this book because I was in so much shame and so much fear mm-hmm. of of being a failure, right? And in America, and I don't know about other countries, but here we see going to treatment as a failure. Oh, she went to treatment. Did you yeah. hear? No, she went to treatment. She's saving her life. Right. That's a, what that's we a good should thing. say. That's the best part. That's what we thing. should say. Yeah. Oh, she's going to save her life. She's choosing herself. 
yes, we should yeah. root for these people. Yeah. We should, I, I should have been rooted for it, but I didn't know how to do that. And that's right. what I wanted. That's one of the main reasons I wanted to share this because it wasn't as scary as I thought. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a, a life ending experience as a life beginning experience. Right. Exactly. It's a transformational experience that I would never, ever give up. Right, right. right. I mean, it was. Well, you're reborn. Yes, I was well, reborn. Well, you found the light and yes. you could see it. Well, yeah, and it, and it started because I took a step towards myself. And right. then. And when I got there, they were like, oh, here's how to take more steps toward yourself. And I did that. And I just, you know, and I just, I surrendered to the fact that I had no idea what I was doing. doing. I was a bad operator of my body and my life. Not bad, because I had a lot of success in some ways. But, you know, I needed to restart and I needed to be taught. And that's what I got there. Sometimes we do have to put our hand out and ask for help. We often do. And if you tell someone else, Mm -hmm. then everybody else has the cure. They're going to fix it. Or or don't do that. The family will no, or yeah. Well, that's an exercise so. in humility at mm-hmm. the same that's time. Yeah. And, and I think that's the probably the most challenging part is accepting the fact that we aren't perfect mm-hmm. and that we don't have to be. Right. We don't have to be. That's yeah. that's the first part. You well, don't have to be. And also on that note that the, the imperfections are the opportunities to become stronger and to become more wise and to yeah. learn. Yeah, it's exactly. like people panic about failure where failure really is good. Yes. you got to build it, that yes. ladder. Well, it results in growth. I mean, if I it think does. back, even you can't to, do the same thing every day. Well, I mean, if it, no, no, it's good. I mean, even even if you look back at where we started long ago, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we did 20, 25 mm-hmm. years ago, we are not the same people. Oh, no. no, you know, you grow from those experiences with mm-hmm. age. You know, I say with age comes wisdom. Well. You know, and 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 there is a truth, a strong truth behind that, if you embrace it. Yes. And you allow it to help you grow. So, mm-hmm. um, so speaking of growth. We know we've got more coming beyond mm-hmm. the sunset of Malibu. Can you talk to us about that? I can, actually. It, it Honestly, I've been writing it for a little while, and it got... It, when you're writing, for me, when I'm writing a, a book or a story, I go in thinking I know what I'm going to say, and a lot of times the story dictates itself of and course. takes me on its own journey. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know where I was going. That's beautiful. <laughs> and so I've been writing this, this next book and it's actually called The Ladder to Lightness which is so interesting that you asked me about that (laughs) which it just that just became clear this week and because I am it's a part story you know it's stories but it's also a true self-help book Mm -hmm. how do you go from the darkness to light how do you build your own personal ladder to lightness Mm -hmm. and this is a program that I have online for clients that I'm taking them through already and then I was like you know what I'm going to get really into this and really write down each one of these things so people can take control of their own lives, become sovereign in their own lives. Whether you're religious or not, this works for you because these are practical steps mm-hmm. to become, you know, to live on earth. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, we're looking, be, I'm actually well, so I'm looking forward to the next book. I'm looking forward to the next one that comes out. How do um, people get your book today? Can you tell it's us? On it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. The Sunset on Malibu. It's on Amazon. And I there's a hard copy there's paperback and mm-hmm. soon there will be audiobook but not quite yet oh but there's Kindle you can do Kindle oh, too Kindle? so you can buy it and read it right now today are you doing the voice for the audiobook yes Good. Oh, that would right. be perfect because right. you have yes. it that would make actually, you want to hear the excitement in the I life. do and I actually was going to release this book straight to audio mm-hmm. but I had to write it first and I was like well if I have to write yeah. it let's go ahead and make it a no, book I still, I still like paper books <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I do too I like yeah. Books. but there are a lot of people who love to listen no I, I, I do too I do 
Yeah, and I, I'm definitely going to do that for I them. would still right. read and listen. Yeah. Okay. So that would be me. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, these shows always go so quick. They do. And they do because we have a lot of fun together. So yes. thank you so much, thank Samantha. Thank you for Jones, darling, for I joining had such a nice us. Time here. Oh, thank we you. did. I we did. Keep showing. This is fun. I know. We this can do it again. Fun. This is fun. Well, you're so, definitely going to have me back in, in a couple weeks. Oh, we will. Oh, yes, we will. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So um, this brings us to the My end of the, <laughs> the bucket list show. Again, I'm Tammy Crandall, and this is I am Rebecca Denise. Rebecca Denise. And if you um, want to do some things with us, uh, just so you know, the Bucket List Show um, really um, has a, a partner, in, in a sense, through what we call the Bucket List Gang. It's a group we have on Facebook. And that group, um, we have over 700 members. If you are a foodie, yes, if you are a foodie, if you love to travel, we get together once a month. So check us out. Our next event oh, I'm will be that. coming up on October 27th at Cafe Martier. We have about 30 slots left um, for RSVP. So get on the Bucket List Gang, uh, BLG on Facebook, and we would love to see you there. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. And go to Amazon. Yes. The Sunset on Malibu. Have a great day, everybody. (laughs) Be kind.